It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Cox of Advanced Real Estate Advisors. I'm Kendra Cox. And I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have 38 years of experience in real estate. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra Show. Uh, we're here on the radio and live on Facebook. So we're here to guide you through the process of real estate and give you some valuable tips and insight on how to do that. So here we are. So today um, we're going to talk about um, architecture. Oh, we're going to talk about bar- what's what's architecture? <laughs> it's just fun. Say it. Architecture. Architecture. This is awesome. Let me get my information. Okay. Wow. I know you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> I didn't either. It just popped right out and I was excited. Let's talk about this. This is okay. so fun. Okay. So I was reading in our realtor magazine. Yes. Okay. So realtors like this designation that we pay for. Right. It's like a, yeah. <laughs> but it means that we have to have more um, training education. Yes. And, and we have like this code of ethics and stuff. It's really cool. I really appreciate the realtor party and I understand what it does, but I like to joke that we pay for it. Okay. But it says that architecture is a hot trend. Wow. It doesn't Meaning, surprise me. People won't buy a house if it doesn't fit their pet now. That's 100% true. It is. Like it used to be like we wouldn't buy the house if it didn't fit our children. Or, or your if, car. Right. I used to be like, you guys, you can throw a baseball in this backyard. Now I'm like, look, it's got a little place for your fur baby. Like things have changed, yes. but this is interesting. Um, some some places even have catios. <laughs> catio. <laughs> Do you know what a catio is? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Cat patio. This is fantastic. It's an outside space that cats can access from inside the home. I haven't figured out if that means like it's like glass and covered or something. It's like they're outside, but they're inside. I'm not sure about that part. But um, but things that are really cool features that people really want are a pet washing station. No, like we have one of those. I'm jealous. I immediately picture Ashley though, because it's kind of rainy outside today. Yeah. Oh, I man. immediately picture Ashley with her office and her big St. Bernard Zeus. They need a walk-in shower. She needs Ooh, they uh, need a, like a mini car wash. She really does. That dog's about as big as like a Volkswagen. Just a tunnel <laughs> in the way to the house. It washes, dries, and then they can come inside. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So architecture, something important. So just think about that whenever you're getting ready to sell your yes. home. Be looking at the ways that buyers market- might go. We Perfect. can market your architecture. Yes, we need to. We need to. That's like the greatest tagline. Okay. This property has great architecture. Okay. All right. So for reals, though, what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, we're talking about preparing your home or your property for natural disasters or any disaster. I, I'm looking at really. I'm looking at two different disasters because the things that hit us most. We're really hyper local real estate, is what we are. Yes. Like that's really what our thing is, um, and we want to provide some valuable insight, practical tips to help you the most with your real estate. And so sometimes it means protecting your real estate. Sometimes it means selling your real estate or buying your real estate, all those different things. Go under one big umbrella. Today, we want to talk about how to prepare for a disaster. Yep. So first and foremost, have a disaster plan. Do you have a disaster plan? Oh, heck no. Are you kidding? I'm like, do I even come up with one? I don't. So (laughs) I have a great story. Awesome. I love stories. Go. So a couple weeks back, maybe a month ago, we had this potential tornado warning in Woodward. Okay. Storm warning. Wasn't very long ago, a month ago. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. So we have this storm shelter now in our house. <laughs> uh, big, you know, 12 by 12 concrete room with the steel door, triple locked. Um, and so everybody comes over. Well, my nephew's a little nervous about you know, the tornado. Yeah, bless his little heart. I, man, we're like, okay, well, my, my wife, the teacher, goes, we should have a tornado drill. This would be really fun. And so this was 
plenty of time for the actual thing, if there was even going to be one. Like, we were way early. So we all scurry into the room, and they shut the door. And, oh, that was great. I reached down to open the door, and it's locked, <laughs> and I can't get out. Yes. We have, we have, the door is wedged shut. So then I'm like, okay, I've got to unlock the door. I just about ripped the door handle off and I'm making joke of it. Like, oh my gosh, everybody's going to panic if I, if they really know how bad and serious this is. And then, so <laughs> they're like, so if we did get stuck in here, what are we going to, what's our escape game we're going to play now? You know, that kind of game. And I'm trying to text people and I get, finally get phone reception, which was, you guys would have found me till Monday. Like, where's Brian? <laughs> And so I finally Happy get, re- yeah, I finally get reception and I'm like, oh, there we go. Travis, I messaged my brother and he saves our lives. And so what I hear you saying is that now Jet is not only afraid of tornadoes, but he's also afraid of shelters. Yes. It's well, cool. luckily, cool. luckily his dad was very quick <laughs> on his feet and there very soon. And so we kind of made it lively and fun. And I love it. It's so, cracking me up. Oh, geez. All right. So for so Mills, plan. it is Go test plan. out your storm shelter. Da- okay. So that sounds crazy, but legit. Yeah. Probably should add that to your list. Yeah. Make sure you can get the door closed. Make sure you get the door open again, but have yeah. somebody on the outside when you do it. Yes. That's a great idea. <laughs> and right. then my, my mother-in-law's storm shelter, the stairs are all rotten. Oh, so gosh. Why they yes. don't go. I mean, like it would be a, wow, you know, six, eight foot fall. Bam. Oh, you'd be fine. I'd be fine. <laughs> You're a cat. I'd cat. <laughs> do you have a catio? <laughs> <laughs> this just gets better and better. Okay, so I have a disaster plan. But here's here's what I'm thinking. Um, where we are, some of the most natural disasters that we see commonly are, are storms, tornado primarily. Yep. Sometimes a good heavy snow can be a disaster, and we have one of those every few years, it seems. Right? I, mean, yes. I think we're due for a good one, don't you? Yeah, I hope so. super disappointed. Some years ago, exactly on this date, we had a nice big snow, snow descent, and we didn't get to go to the city to see um, Wizard of Oz Ballet. Sad, huh? Oh, dang it. I know. All right. Also, though, wildfires. What? You were just chicken. You just didn't go. Just go. No, it was that big one. Just drive. Is it? Th- I think even you stayed home for that one. Was I think we were probably out pretty quick, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes though, don't you use the snow for an excuse to stay home? I use it to excuse to get the equipment out and go play. <laughs> like it's snow day. I can't stay home on a snow day. You know that. I overheard no. you. I, yeah, I overheard you telling the other agents. Yeah, Kendra's here when it snows, but she won't want to be here when it's nice outside. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we are. Um, I think a natural disaster that we need to prepare for here are wildfires. Yes. In addition to just a regular home fire and yep. the tornadoes and probably the blizzards. Yep. So, um, so those are those are the plans I think that you need to begin with. We're going to touch on some things in a minute on and to help you think about what to, what to prepare for, what you need to do. Um, but just those are the four things I think that I would want to have a plan for that I think I need to put in my magic emergency book. Um, second, I think it's really important to know what your home insurance covers. Yes. Do you remember what a fiasco that was in 2012? Oh, my gosh. Like, we refer back a lot to the Woodward tornado. Now there's two Woodward tornadoes. We mean the one we know. Yeah. (laughs) But in 2012, being in real estate, I think we saw even more firsthand um, how difficult it is to recover when your insurance doesn't cover what you you thought it covered. Correct. So did you have any houses that were completely demolished during that tornado? We had, yeah, not that I had on the market. So I didn't have any on Good. the market that actually 
lost them. We had some that were damaged that we had to deal with, but none that were lost. I remember in our office, there was somebody that had one under contract and it was, it was gone and they had to completely release the contract. Um, homeowner got a nice new home, but, (laughs) but I mean, and that, that's a provision in our contract that takes care of that. But above and beyond that, I remember hearing horror stories and seeing some of those where people didn't have any homeowner's insurance. I remember people coming into the office and saying, we lost our home. We had no homeowner insurance, and now we've got nothing, and we have to start over. Yes, we so, have several of those. Some were underinsured. Wow. Uh, there's so many sirens right yeah, now speaking. <laughs> we're recording this, like, and there's just sirens on? everywhere. Morning, it's kind morning. of like. It's like, hey, we, we, these are just sound effects. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan, for setting up our sound effects. I tell you. For the, you that's know, preparing impressive, for the worst. But it's got us a little bit off-center, yeah. doesn't it? Anyway, insurance is a big deal. And so even so the big wildfire that went through Harper County and Beaver County and part of Woodward a couple of years back, they, my parents had, they had their home insured, but they didn't have any of their equipment insured, the hay barn equipment, their fences insured, their cattle, they didn't have any of that insured. So when the fire came through, it, I mean, they were feet from burning the house down, but they saved it, but all of the equipment was gone and it was hundreds of thousands of dollars. Which is Ooh. sickening it is. in that day and time, and so absolutely. Um, and so we, when we saw people that had didn't, I mean, the old farmhouse. Why would you insure your old farmhouse? It's five hundred years old, not really. Right. But you know, they're really old, and they're not. Some of them aren't worth very much. Sure, and they just they didn't think about it. So, yeah, back to your insurance is making sure you are covered. I was talking to Kevin Cancer the other day. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I bought a skid loader and, and um, I didn't think about insuring this thing if it fell off my trailer or something. Right. And he was like, oh, here's all the types of insurance you can get then on did that he say, piece of equipment. Did it fall off the trailer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you calling me for? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. All right. So make sure, I think that making sure that you're insured for the correct price. So um, replacement value when you bought your house in 1990 is not the same as replacement value today. No. And so you've got to make sure that your insurance has kept up with you. I, I've got some notifications on my phone from, from Kevin Kanzler's office saying, hey, we need to reevaluate your insurance. And, and I know I need to do that. I know I need to make the appointment. Mm. It's a really good idea to do that annually. Yes, because I, I know prices go up. To replace a house today Absolutely. is 25%, 25% more than it was two years ago. Right, which is crazy and it hurts us. But man, got to make sure that you're covered the right way. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. Um, Keeping an inventory of your most expensive and prized items. I, I had somebody tell me that they take, and I don't know how often they do this. I don't, I don't know. You tell me how often you should. They take a video of the contents of their house. So open the jewelry boxes, open the gun safe, and they just take a, a video inventory of everything. And they say that so that they have some kind of a home fire or if something happens to destroy their things. They have some proof of what they had in their existence. What do you think about that? I think it's a great idea. And there's actually a company that went through a while back, and that's what they... Um, oh gosh, it was probably 10 years ago, a while back. They would come through <laughs> and do an inventory for you and charge you a small amount of money and they would inventory all your stuff for you. I thought it was a right. great plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, but why do I want to spend $250 on that? Well, now I would regret it because it'd be nice to have a list sure, of all that because I have no idea what I, you know, how many earrings does my wife own that are worth, you know, $100 a piece or whatever. So, 
I, three. I'm not good at keeping records of stuff. And not so like the that. video thing works the best for me. But I guess, I mean, like, as you're talking, I'm even thinking, how hard would it have been for me to have begun a spreadsheet a million years yeah. ago yeah. Oh. with new TV, how much I paid? You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't know. I guess it's time to start. Yeah, but a quick video. Then you can go back. If you do it once a year on whatever day it is, your birthday, hey, this is everything we have. And, and then you've got at least one year back within reason. And then you can check all of, I mean, you can go through and watch the video and be like, oh, yeah, look at that. We did have a right. Monet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was yeah, random. That was way out there. It was. I'm impressed. All right. And then a family plan. This I I think that this extends outside. So I think you think immediately first of the family plan for those in your home. Like your your girls, Cecily needs to know what the family plan is if there's an emergency. If you're separated, where should you meet? Kind of a thing, right? Yeah. But I think above and beyond that even is a family plan for for those, so I mean, my son's about to be on his own, and and I'm a strong, independentish woman. <laughs> what a joke! If something <clears throat> happens and there's an emergency, I think so. I think it extends even a little bit further. Like, who's my who's my backup emergency contact to make sure that they check on me or whatever? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I think that's important. Like, especially like even my dumb little escape in my little storm closet. Like, I, right. I mean, if I didn't go to work on Monday. Oh, God. People would start looking for me, but maybe Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like. <laughs> Day off, guys. Brian didn't call in today. What's up? <laughs> but, um, but <clears throat> yeah. And so, like, but if it was the middle of summer and my wife didn't have school and. Right. Nobody's checking. You, you should have a game plan. So we do tell people, I mean, for um, people showing houses here, sometimes it's like, hey, make sure you tell somebody where you're at when you're going to be back. Right. But same thing in there. Hey, where do we meet mm -hmm. after the storm? Well, we're going to meet here. If this house isn't here, where are we going to meet? Okay. You know, if, if we're on vacation, where do we meet? Right. If Absolutely. something happens. So mm -hmm. luckily we have these amazing iPhones. But what happens if they're not working? Exactly. Because, I mean, it's a strong possibility that we yeah. would face. And, and again, heard horror stories about things like that from the 2012 tornado. Or, yep. So I think the next thing, um, really quick, and then we'll, we'll take a super quick break, but... I think it's really important. I think you can register your storm shelter yes. with readywoodward.com. And FEMA.gov. And FEMA.gov. So you can go ahead and, and, and do that. I think that that's a really good idea. Yep. And make sure, because in the event of a real storm, you get stuck in your storm cellar, then they go and check that as part of their protocol. Is that correct? Yes, correct. They just, yeah, they get their all their marks up and they just house to house to house to verify you know, if somebody's in the storm shelter and where they know exactly where it's located to the inch, they, they have a marked um, exactly where they're at. Awesome. All right. So, um, can't be that. I think we'll talk about, um, what to do. I'm sorry. I've totally lost my no, little brain. So, Did you hear me say I lost my little brain and you didn't even <laughs> take the opportunity and I'm still going to give it to you. Okay. Some valuable insight for what you should have in your storm shelter or yes. a kit to create for your emergencies. All right. So creating an emergency kit, what are you going to put in it? Water. Water. Something to catch the used water if you're in there a long time. Oh, I had not thought um, of that. Food. This is a delicate subject. <laughs> Do you like how I used the words? <laughs> or sell used water. Um, Just got me tickled a little bit. <laughs> so... So you need... And then, and then you'll need your first aid kit. Bandages, you know... Anything that's in a first aid kit, stuff like that. Um, I would have flashlights, batteries. 
And, th- uh, and they say battery operated radio. Yes. Right? I don't know why that's not listed on here, but yeah. it's not. And that's exactly what I would have. <clears throat> that way you can why, at least frankly. get your local. That way I can be listening to the songs while I'm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the noise sometimes, even if you have a radio and it's playing with the battery, they can. Right. If it's not FEMA at your door, they can right. hear you. Exactly. Even if you're unconscious or whatever your radio is playing, that's going to be a weird thing if there's no power. They're like, sure. what the heck? The radio is playing. Yep. So Good idea. All right. Reinforcing windows and doors. This one kind of took me by surprise. I didn't see that coming. So around here, it's probably not a huge big deal, but like the big hailstorm in Oklahoma City, like I, I saw cars that were just obliterated. Really? Windshields, back windows, doors, mirrors knocked off. So houses-wise, I mean, it... it if you're anticipating two and three inch hail coming in from the west, there's really you don't really have much normal warning for that. But go park your car on the east side of the house if you don't have a garage. Um, if you have windows on the west side of your house and it's coming from the west, go to the east side of your house. Get away from those walls. Um, so how do you reinforce those? Well, unless you have storm shutters, which we don't have around here. If you were hurricane season, that would be easy because those people are usually prepared. Sure. But around here... Uh, it's it's hard. I could run out and grab plywood and the wind would blow it off. I, I, yeah, I can't even imagine that being a good idea. It'd I feel be, like that's just more projectiles. Yes. It stresses me out a little bit. So, I yeah, that's really a tough one here. If if you are getting a big hailstorm, the trick is, is get away from your windows. You know, flip your mattresses up against the window. Something to keep it from coming through and hurting somebody. I think, um, and I wish we'd have said this a minute ago, but I just now saw it preparing um, for your potential evacuation. It's a good idea to have in part of your plan mm-hmm. to know which way you're leaving. So I think this one, I think, comes more into play with fires. I don't think you're supposed to try to outrun the tornado. No. In fact, I think you're not supposed to leave your property to go to somebody else's property to be in a secure place. No. Nope. I think you do that when you know it's coming like an hour in advance or something. Right. Like, hey, this is really starting to happen. Let's get somewhere and be safe and then you stay. Like, don't yep. hear the sirens and then run. I think that's right. a bad idea. Yeah. So in the 2012. Yeah. We, I woke up, my wife's like, there's the tornado, the sirens are going off. And we were dumb. I was like, I don't know, let's get in the, she's like, let's go to the neighbor's house and get in their storm shelter, which we would have killed us if it came through because we were out during the tornado. Right. It was so dumb. But we weren't, we didn't have a plan. We weren't thinking clearly. Yeah. I, I think that's it. You just said the exact most important thing. You didn't have a plan, so you weren't thinking clearly. Yep. Like that's the whole purpose of why I'm supposed to have this plan that I have in my emergency kit right. booklet to keep me to keep me focused. So um, what do you do with your pets? What do normal people do with their pets is the question. I, for real, how do you – okay, so this morning, I do not even want to admit this because I am going to admit it. You can't yell at me right now. I was 22 minutes late because I couldn't get my dog to come inside. <laughs> He's like, it's going to rain. I want to play. Please don't stop. No, it's not even that. It's that the other neighbor's dog was outside and it was running the fence with her. And then there was the car traffic. And then there was the bird. And that bird was doing it on purpose, I swear. And my dog is as ADD as you are. I'm not exaggerating. So she's like, oh, oh. And then she'd see me and she'd be like, mommy. And then she'd be like, no. Okay. For reals, you got to have a plan. Like, how am I going to get till I get her? And that that dog won't go up or downstairs. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> That's how you get your dog down in the cellar. Bacon. Okay. So that's how they get you in the cellar. (laughs) (laughs) 
So have a plan for your animals. Yep. So so legit, though, if I know something's coming, I'm not letting her run free like that. She's leashed yeah. up. Yeah. And then I can take her easily with me wherever I'm going. And I say easily because if you've seen my dog, she's like all legs and 55 pounds. And you have to carry her yeah. down the <clears throat> stairs. It's like this. Superman. All right. Have a plan for your for your pets. Um, supplies. I think a while ago we mentioned the water bottles and some canned foods. I So here's my real question. Like how many days worth do you have? And and does that matter? Like, do you have like an emergency plan for one disaster versus another? Like, do I have like a month worth of stuff for an let me stop and rewind. Like, I'm obviously not a prepper. I don't even have groceries for the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's be real here. Somebody like me, what am I supposed to have in and and where for a fire disaster versus a tornado disaster? Um, like you, so your fire disaster is going to be like, so one of these says has a, have some kind of a backup generator. Mm-hmm. So I have a backup generator in my house. Some people just have used generators. There's battery operated things that can help you. I mean, like portable generators and then there's portable, there's a battery powered stuff. <coughs> but like, for example, if you're, if you lose your power in the middle of summer, your freezer and refrigerator are going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So do not open them. Until you have a plan, because they will stay cold for a couple of days, two or three days. Right. If you keep opening and closing them, they're not going to be good. And so um, then that's, that's you kind of make the plan. Um, so as fires, fires, one of those is going to knock your power out. And then you could be days or weeks without power. Um, snow, you could be days. So that's a heat issue. Sure. Um, but your food... How much food do you have? Um, we used to have, I used to have like 30 to 60 days of food, which was crazy. It I feels say it's crazy. crazy. It feels crazy. But if you had. But if our entire town has, and and that's not so far-fetched as I used no, to think it was. No, because then I'm not really saving food for me and my little family. Exactly. It's I'm providing food for everybody that didn't have lunch for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you pointed at me for. And so. <laughs> so I, that's part of the deal is, is is I had enough food for my family, my in-laws, my right. brother-in-law, my neighbors. Like I was thinking, you know, worst case scenario, I've got all this food that we can – people can survive, you know, a week on. <laughs> right. And so um, with technology today, of course, an electrical outage would be devastating, but like a – whatever, EMT or whatever they call them, if we wiped out all our electric on we'd just all starve to death because we didn't even know how to use a fork. Um, but <laughs> it just, we're so spoiled. How do you really feel, boss? Yeah, because we're just so spoiled. <clears throat> but my dog will be fine. Dog, our dogs will all be fine because um, they can live with days without food. I, my kids can prove that. Um, <laughs> All because of architecture. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> so start right. piling foods. I think water is the biggest thing because you can survive days without food. You can't survive days without water. So. All right. I like it. Okay. A couple of things I think outside your house that you should pay attention to in preparation for storm season, specifically, um, I think every season actually, yeah. I, you always got to make sure that those limbs are not over your roof. Yeah. Make sure that your limbs, and I realize, I mean, my front yard so the limbs aren't over my roof necessarily. Actually, I think they are, but say they aren't. The yep. wind falls the. I mean, it falls the right way. My my trees go into my house anyway. Right. But I can do some due diligence and keep those tree limbs pushed back and make sure that 
um, with a heavy snow or whatever the case is, the tree limb isn't going to fall on the roof. That saves me a little bit for later. Um, making sure that your gutters and your drains are clean. This is, I think, more of a long-term issue, not so much as an emergency, but it's brought up again. So you want those cleaned out because they get filled up. Say, I think I've learned this, so you correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I know you don't mind. Okay, so the gutters get full of debris. Then it pushes the water back up under the shingles, which goes into the eaves, mm -hmm. which then starts, then it sits there and it starts creating the water damage. And that's whenever we get all of that deferred maintenance on the exterior of the home. So make sure that that kind of stuff is taken care of. I think the other thing is if it's already heavy and then you have the heavy rainfall, then you're more likely to lose those things, right? Yep. And it tears off the it's side of your house and then it's a lot more, it's a lot more to clean up than it is if you just take care of the regular maintenance. Is that what that's that all about? That is it. Yep. What? Look at that. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Speaking of chicken dinners. Oh. <laughs> um, tomorrow is going to be. Food truck wars. Yes. It's going to be awesome and exciting. Be so be there, be square. Food. Find somebody to trade, sh share food with. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Okay. All right. What's next? <clears throat> okay. Here's one that says about turning off your utilities. If there's a. Um, so like tornado, when the tornado came through, um, uh -huh. like it was a good idea to shut your water off because if the, you know, or your gas line, you gassed your house off. Um, there was no crazy disasters after that, but some of them houses that got hit with the tornado and then the water just kept running. Um, Golly. Lucky this city was there quick. They shut the water down. Right. They shut all utilities off as quick as they got there. So that was great. But stuff like that. Keep somebody from getting electrocuted if it tears part of your house down or something like that. But. Okay, so, but whenever you're saying that, like I initially, whenever I was reading it, I thought it meant hurry up, get on the phone, call the companies. To, are you saying I can do this at my house? I can turn yeah. off the gas at my house? Um, How? Well, you just take a wrench out to the meter and shut it off. Really? Yeah. You're not supposed to, but in an emergency. But in an emergency, you probably ought to. Yeah, you probably should do that. I had, I would okay, say, now I don't even have a gas meter, but so, again, so how do I do the electric meter? If there's generally. Oh, a, my breaker box is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. If there's generally an emergency emergency, um, you probably have gas valve in your house to shut everything off in your house. Oh. I don't know where that's at in your house. Well, oh, I, don't wait, have, I do. You don't have gas. I don't have gas in my house. So, but, but no, honestly, it didn't even, I mean, I know that there's probably a main water shut off. Actually, I don't yes. think my house does have a main water shut off. But so I know you, to go underneath all the sinks and things like right. that. I think that'd but, be a great thing to do in a, in your plan is to have, how do I shut the power off? How to shut the water off? How to shut the gas off? Absolutely. That way you can get, <clears throat> even if it's, uh, just something, a tree limb falls in and breaks your out the side spigot off. Well, good right. grief. Why do you shut it off? Go, go, go. Do you go. hear that noise? Yeah. It's not like there was gas across the room. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. I can't help it. I want to go back really fast. I think that we're kind of going to wrap up. Most importantly, have a disaster plan. Make sure your family knows what it is. Yes. I'm the world's worst about planning and not telling yeah. anybody. Hey. Yeah. It's time to go. Um, with your disaster plan, I think like we don't need to tell you what that looks like because I believe that is so individual. Yes. My disaster plan is not the same as your disaster plan. You have a lot more people to worry about. Than I do. I'm just getting the truck. No, that's not really it. <laughs> <laughs> Time to storm chase. That sounds awesome. That's what I want to be in your family. Yeah. Hurry, get on the roof. <laughs> Where's the ranch dressing? <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so make a plan. Make a plan. Recognize they're going to be individual. Um, know what your insurance covers, call your insurance agent and have a meeting with them and make yep. sure that you're on the right path, right? Yeah, have right. all your stuff with you. Like I have a video of all this stuff. How much of this do I need to have right. in my insurance policy? 
really quick also, I don't think we remembered to say this, like all of my most important documents that if we have an emergency are in mm -hmm. a separate little tub. They're not just all in the filing cabinet. Like I have a little thing. If we have an emergency, I'm picking up my little safe and that's what I'm taking with me. Yes, because the fire's down at the web easy. that went through there. A uh, lady said they had all their stuff in the gun safe. Like, hey, no big deal, no big deal. It got so hot, it incinerated <gasps> everything inside that oh, safe. Oh, no, really? I mean, every, titles, birth no certificates, idea. passports, yep. money, cash, gone. So just keep it handy, grab it as you go. So all those important things, if you have one of those little portable safe things, mm -hmm. it's just grab it and take it with you. Yep. Put it, I guess I better put mine in a bag. Yeah. All right. So there we are. Some valuable insight, practical yep. tips on... How to prepare for an emergency. Yeah. This is the Brian Kendra Show, Advanced Real Estate uh, Advisors here in Woodward, Oklahoma. We're here to help you guys uh, through this real estate transaction, giving you information on the best tips and tricks to do that. Your new favorite, Classic Hits 1073 KLSI Moreland Woodward. Tell a friend.